1: All right, it is time for the spillover. A, a different version today. Sipol is out today with uh, sickness. Raph is gone to his vacation. What is he out? In, where is he at? Texas, Houston, Houston. So a lot warmer. AD is here. Mike Schaefer still with us here in studio for the spillover, fellas. Uh, Schaefer's probably the happiest guy in the room because, you know, this recruiting stuff, it's a, it's a lot of work for you, Schaefer. So what what's the day after? I, obviously, there's still stuff going on, but it's not crazy like it was well, yesterday. Well, the, the
0: big thing is that, like, when you, you know, you go back like a week or even two weeks ago, Nebraska's still trying to fill out its staff. They're in home. They're in school. They're offering kids. They're offering transfer portal players. They're offering right. 2024s. And you just, like... You're basically just trying to, you know, drink from a fire hose, and there's just a lot of stuff going on. And so I think all of these things kind of slowly, like we're starting to see how the staff is filling out a little bit. It's notable to me that Marcus Satterfield listed as a quarterback's coach now. um, So that obviously fills that, and so you go back to – they are looking for a tight end coach, a wide receiver coach, which apparently they have. It's just not going to happen until after the NFL season is over. And then a linebacker's coach is the same thing. So it does feel like they're they're pretty much done there. So you're not like chasing. There was like a week where we were running down the idea potentially that like uh, Mark Whipple's old wide receiver coach at Pitt, who's now at Texas, Brennan, I can't think of his last name, John. Marion, we were we were checking in because we had heard that he was looking to potentially leave Texas, and so we were checking in on that and trying to trying to like suss out assistant coach hires is some of the dumbest <laughs> use of time possible because uh, it's just like like a needle haystack, you know? Thing, because you, you like you don't even know how often these people are being approached, but everybody wants their name attached to stuff on the off chance that they can get a raise out of it, mm-hmm. and so then it's like. Is this information real? Is this sort of real, or is it completely fabricated? <laughs> and just having done that previously with the head coach for two months, uh, you know, I wasn't super excited to be doing it again for specific position coaches. So I'm happy that's largely over.
1: Yeah, well, I'm I'm happy for you too as we head to Christmas. as you know, you take a little time off, you know. Take- yeah. Can, uh, no. How much can you take? Like, what, not much,
0: if, because the transfer portal will continue. Yeah. They're going to make a bunch of offers. Matt Rule had a countdown clock to 8 p.m. Right. yesterday. Any
1: idea what that <laughs> means? I was going to ask you about that. Uh,
0: I mean, I think it was just to set up the graphic that they're moving on to 2024s, and 2024s should be paying attention. And you don't think it's about a, they a, made, a
1: particular player, possibly at all? I mean, it
0: it could be. I don't. It, here's the thing: I'm not going to try to decipher every Matt Rule tweet because I wish it's, not, would, though. it's not worth my time to attempt to because a lot of it is specific to individuals, and as long as they know the message, it's really all that matters. Yeah. Um, it's intriguing. You know, like, what was it? Two days ago, everyone was trying to determine whether he was making fun of Miami and Oregon based on his tweets and the emojis and everything, mm-hmm. and they both had okay days yesterday, so I don't know if that was related or not, but, yeah, I... I do enough like having to decipher stuff without adding <laughs> these tweets to it. It's uh, kind of like trying to read hieroglyphics, man, you know, something yeah. like that. Hieroglyphics. <laughs> 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 Matt Rule.
1: Do, do you think he'll be like this like through like the the off season too? I mean, obviously it's uh, the off season, but Yeah, I I think this is just who he is. I mean, I, I I think
0: this is sort of the the genuine nature of a guy who really enjoys aspects of this job that um, you know, He's going to have fun with it. I think that he I think he understands branding and marketing in a way that past head coaches have maybe ignored a little bit. Uh, I know he ran into uh, trouble with the Panthers because he wanted to kind of manage some of those aspects when they had a professional team of people that were hired by the owner to do it. And so you, you know, you don't have as much control when you're the head football coach in the, of an NFL team as you do when you're kind of running everything with a college program. So, um. Yeah. You know, it's it's been interesting to kind of follow along, and um, I I've enjoyed it so far. I I think I think he's enjoyed kind of being back in the college world. For he, sure. he
1: seems a lot happier. I mean, I, I watched some of his press conferences and even his sideline mannerisms with these with the Panthers. He just seemed miserable. He just mm. seemed like he was having a terrible time. Yeah.
0: Well, I don't think he was a. I think he's a college guy. I mean, I think there's just certain coaches where they fit better in that landscape. And you know, for someone who talks as much as he does about his love of just teaching football. Uh, you know, the NFL is not a place where you really – you're going to teach a lot. Like you're, you're going to manage. You're managing personalities. You're managing the chemistry in the locker room. You're, you're managing those kinds of things. You're managing situations on the field. You're not doing as much teaching. And when you think about like the way his eyes light up when he's talking about an Eric Fields and mm-hmm. discovering a kid like that and what he thinks he can do in terms of his staff developing these kinds of players that they think have been undercoached, that explains more of what Matt Rule is than, you know, trying to get the ball to Christian McCaffrey twenty times a game to give your offense a chance to score thirteen points. Yeah. So it's a, it's a, just a different monster altogether. Who would you say is your most in, uh, our most intriguing guy we got? yesterday? I think I know. that I could follow in a number of guys.
1: Yeah. Obviously, speed is. You mean of, of who signed? Of, of our, yeah. Which, which, which well, the most, most, most
0: intriguing to me is Jeff Sims because his. Mm. His potential is off the charts. I thought it was really interesting the way that Matt Rule phrased it yesterday, mm-hmm. that he had NFL coaches that had reached out like, hey, are you are you looking at this guy? Because, right. like, NFL teams know. Like, his his traits, his measurables are rare air for a quarterback. Mm. It's just the production hasn't been there. Right. And so, um, you know, they're hoping that they can put together a system that allowed to tap into a guy that is a really, really good athlete that doesn't have to be, you know, he does he's not just a runner. I mean, he's a guy that has you know, I'm not saying Josh Allen type arm,
1: but Josh Allen type arm, like mm. that sort of big arm strength. How many years He's got 2 to play 3? He's got 2. He's two. He got 3 years to so, play 2 seasons. So what do we expect? So if Casey Thompson is back from Nebraska, he said he's coming back. I mean, Jeff Sims has Just listen of, to
0: how man Rule talked about
1: those guys yesterday.
0: I mean, I if Casey comes back, I he's going to have to win that job against Jeff Sims. Yeah. And I don't think Jeff Sims came here to redshirt. I don't think that he came here to be a backup. Isn't that a good thing too? Well, well I, competition look, is I mean, competition it, is great. You're talking about two guys with multi-year starting experience mm-hmm. at the Power mm-hmm. Five level do get it out. Yeah, that's a good thing. Yes, indeed. <laughs> at a place where how often have we talked about? Well, it'd be really nice if they had a backup quarterback <laughs> here. You know, and, and, or the backup comes in and says, well, how are you radically going to change your <laughs> offense in order to score points? You know, I don't. If it plays out that way, and if for whatever reason one of those guys is willing to be the backup in the 2023 season, I mean, that's probably the best backup quarterback situation in the country.
1: That's why I'm confused. Is Malik Hornsby still in the conversation? No, I don't. Malik Hornsby,
0: I think, is out. I think he wants the opportunity to play quarterback. I think Nebraska was sort of placating that, Uh and then the idea maybe switch to another position. Mm -hmm. That's what he's getting from a lot of Power 5 teams. Wouldn't be surprised to see him pop up. Uh, with a group of five team, and specifically Tom Herman and FAU. So mm. keep an eye on that. Okay.
1: Mm. All right. Well, Schaefer, appreciate your time today. The Mike Schaefer Hour gets sponsored by Trek CBD. Merry Christmas, Schaefer. Thanks for the gift, the, hey, the waddle. I didn't know what look you it. were doing. when you, I thought you yeah, were cold. This, this is the waddle. I look at the shirt. Yeah. Now I see what you're talking about, waddle, waddle. He brought me this gift. Like, I got a gift for you to give on air. Right, listen, I opened it. That's pretty dang doing sweet. Doing the water yeah. right there. So, Schaefer, thank you for the gift. Very you are welcome. You. Merry Thanks Christmas me to you. On. We'll see you next Thursday. All right. Sounds good. Uh, the Drive with AD and Jake Gates. And yep. Nick is next. Yep. See you. will be zooming in.